Happy Wednesday, everybody. What a Wednesday. I mean, if you've looked outside today, wow. Do we have a little bit of winter weather and kids are home from school and it's just a beautiful winter day. And that took takes us to today's podcast where I'm going to talk to Reed Ushry. Uh, he came in this morning to interview with me and he has a story about this beautiful, beautiful building that we now call Crossroads Community Church. But when he purchased it, it was just the good old Sherman House in Sullivan, Indiana. And he has, oh my goodness, so many great stories to tell us about this building. So I picked out a scripture that I think goes with our interview today. Wonderful. It's Matthew 7, 24 and 25. It says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had foundation on the rock. And boy, did Reed sure place his foundation on the rock, and he's trusted in God. And, and so listen in to this interview. I know you'll be blessed by Reed's story. Welcome back to another episode of uh, the Crossroads Connection podcast, and I'm joined today by Mr. Reed Ushry. And uh, Reed, thank you so much for coming in, being on the podcast with me. It is a pleasure, believe me. I appreciate it very much. I asked Reed last week if he'd like to come in and talk with us on the podcast, and we sat down for two hours and had the best conversation. Yes, when it comes to this building and... um how it has become a church. It's, it's quite an amazing story. It's an amazing story. It, it made my whole day that day. I just loved, <laughs> I loved hearing all the details about how you and, and Twyla bought the building. But, and so that's what we're going to talk today about on the podcast. Reed uh, is the prior owner of the Sherman House prior to Crossroads Community Church purchasing the building. So Reed, give us a little background on what made you decide to purchase the Sherman building. Well, uh, Twyla and I, of course, uh, built complete outdoor equipment. Uh, that's a Terre Haute. And uh, uh, that was kind of an interesting experience. And uh, um, things happened and we decided to sell the business. And, um, you know, small town, Cornfield County, Indiana guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, small minded. Um, had more money than I thought I'd ever have in my entire life. Or we did. And um, this building has always had a um, an allure to most uh, BNRs. Those are the born and raised here, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's so interesting. It's unique for oh, a, for a small community to have sure. a, a building of this stature. And um, uh, it had been uh, sitting in disrepair for some time. And um, we were coming up to the corn festival and walked up the north side of the building, and there was a sign in the window that it was for sale. And uh, this was 10 days after we closed on selling Complete Outdoor. Wow. Not very long. No. uh, And (laughs) uh, I said, uh, hey, uh, I'd like to get a key and just take a look at this. And uh, I said, are you sure you want to do that? We've got a chance to enjoy life for a while. And uh, I said, yeah, there's something. I just got to do it. And so uh, she went on and and, uh, I got the key from the realtor and came in and uh, believe it or not, at that time, there was only one light bulb in the entire building that would burn. Three floors and there was only one light bulb. One light bulb. Wow, where was that that light bulb at? (laughs) 
As I recall, um, I think it was out in one of the front rooms. Yeah. And um, uh, that part I'm a little unclear on, but I remember sure. clearly as only one. And um, that's something. So uh, kind of walked through the building with a flashlight. And this was during the day. There was some light coming in because the uh, window on the north side of the building where we put uh, two plywood panels to close off that window, mm -hmm. uh, that was open. And so it let light in. Mm -hmm. And then the windows uh, on the stairwell going to the balcony on the north side of the building, those were all uncovered. And so there was light coming in there. And um, so there was a, oh, a 70s version couch, you know, with, with spindly legs and, and just uh, just a, uh, a flat upholstered vinyl uh, couch. Yeah, just right, a, right in the middle of the, uh, for, or the well, theater. It, it was sitting on the upper level of the theater, and uh, so I <laughs> uh, pulled it over uh, to about midway on the north side and... Uh, um, looked up and there was a seven by seven section of the ceiling that had fallen because of of the the roof leaking it was close in other words it uh it was obvious that if something wasn't done for the building right away it was going to suffer considerable damage and mm -hmm. uh, because of water oh seven by seven foot panel missing yes and it wow i have a section of it it's almost an inch thick and uh, you would think of plaster um, this is the the ceiling in this building. Um, it's more like a cement covered by plaster. It's an mm -hmm. inch thick, and you can see the different layers. I, maybe I may have given it to the Historical Society, or I may have it home. But anyway, uh, that puts it in perspective. Just a, yes. Um, the piece that I have is about 14 by 14, and um, it probably weighs uh, close to 10 pounds. Wow. So it's, you know. Heavy. But that's the way they built it. And, sure, sure. Um, once again, that's part of the uniqueness of this building. The only other building in this little town that would uh, come close to the structure would be the courthouse. Wow. That's very interesting. So I sat there uh, for three hours, and uh, my interest in the, in the building was uh, to produce an entertainment venue so that, uh, you know, I... At that point in my life, I uh, had worked just <laughs> incessantly. In fact, that's what led up to uh, selling the business at Terre Haute Complete Outdoor. Sure, uh, sure. It's time Twyla, to take a step back. And Twyla gave me the option of staying married or keeping the business. <laughs> <laughs> and then she let you to undertake this, this, this huge yeah, building that had... Pieces of the roof missing. Uh, well, it's the, hard to the, imagine. The ceiling was was missing. Yeah, part of it. Um, but um, I lost my train of thought. But um, uh, I wanted to produce a, an entertainment venue that uh, people could genuinely uh, come to and and uh, kind of uh, have a refreshment from their toils at work and. Uh, uh, Wanted to focus on the the, uh, the the what I think is the golden age of music. And that's the '50s, '60s, the old rock and roll uh, sure. period of time. And so I sat there and just envisioned what I wanted it to be as a uh, an entertainment venue, a dinner theater. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, what you see is exactly what I saw. Isn't that amazing? That three hours on the couch, you envisioned what it would look like and. 
down to the color of the carpet. Wow. Isn't that something? That's something. But Reed also told me, I got. we have to talk about this, how bad that roof was leaking, though. Tell us about all the buckets you brought up on the third floor. <laughs> yes. Because uh, I think anyone that goes to Crossroads now would appreciate well, what you guys did for this building. We focused on the theater solely, <laughs> um, but um, um, the third floor, uh, every, almost, well, every room, yes, as a matter of fact, think back, every single room leaked multiple places. Mm. Uh, some of them some somewhat significantly and others just a drip drip and so even before about the building this was yeah. probably uh, at least a month before we decided to do the project um i felt so bad about the building because it something had to be done or it was going to start ruining the theater absolutely and so um i went to every room in the uh, third floor and stapled uh, visqueen plastic to the wood trim around the top of the room <laughs> so that it would funnel all the leaks to one central location and, and uh, one so bucket you, well it was actually 55 gallon uh, drums wow. yeah uh, because i didn't want to take the chance of running over sure and so each room had its own rain barrel <laughs> um, and you guys would come up at night and dump That's them right. yeah some of them um uh, that didn't leak um uh, excessively i just used um, a garbage can but um yeah we'd have to come up and invariably it was after midnight when we'd get the spring thunderstorms you know mm -hmm. um at that time um of course we bought the building in, in um i believe it was uh, uh october or early november okay and uh so all that winter uh, we were babysitting it from day one, sure. whenever we had uh, uh, thunderstorms, yes. and we'd have to come up there, and, and there weren't any, there wasn't any electricity on the third floor, and so we'd uh, come up with a bucket and <laughs> bail out the water from the fifty-five gallon drums and flashlights, and flashlights, and um, emptied in the. Fortunately, there was a restroom up there, and the plumbing uh, was all intact, so we oh, we could empty the buckets down the toilets and. It was a it was a task. It was a job within a job. Yes, it was, and it, it was uh, um, unsettling. We'll put it that way uh, to come in this building at night uh, when everybody's asleep. <laughs> sure. And, and uh, it puts you in the mind of a cave because it'd be dripping. You know, you mm -hmm. hear every room drip, 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 and and uh, uh, bail out that water. Goodness. And, and I love this story. So you decided that you were pretty sure you were going to buy the Sherman house, but yes. you really wanted to see, you wanted one last sign to see if, if this is what God wanted you to do. Exactly. Because it was a major undertaking, uh, knew that it would be. And, um, so I was looking for, for <laughs> truthfully God's guidance because, uh, uh, I just, uh, didn't want to take a chance. Sure. Of, uh, doing something that was going to be a failure, and um, and so Twyla um, uh, and I were on the third floor one night as it was raining, and um, uh, there was uh, a small section of wall uh, near the elevator, and every time it rained, it would always be trickling down that wall. Not a big leak, but it would always be wet. Mm-hmm. Uh, invariably, every single time, and um, 
I said, well, let's, uh, let's ask God for a sign. Um, Gideon in the Bible uh, uh, took a coat and laid it out, and that's where the story of the fleece sure. comes from. And um, I've learned since that time that that action really is not what, how we should ask God for guidance. Uh, Gideon uh, was testing God. Mm -hmm. And uh, he asked that uh, the fleece would stay dry when the ground around it would be wet. That wasn't good enough. He had to ask again. You'd think that would have been good enough for him. It would have been for me, but... <laughs> and so he asked again, okay, next time the fleece will be wet when the ground is all dry. Did sure. I get that right? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but in our case... Uh, I, you wanted to see we, that wall. We only we only needed one. Sure. Because we were close with the decision. And... Um, uh, the wall stayed dry. The wall stayed dry. It stayed dry. The next rain, the wall was dry. And and even though we didn't ask it, every time, that's no joke, every time following that till we got the roof coated, that wall was wet. Wow. Yep. Isn't God amazing? <laughs> Beyond. Beyond. Yep. Beyond. But that is such, oh, I love that. I love that, that you yep. you really needed that nudge from God and he gave it to you. Yep. And, it's amazing. And, and then what followed was the reassurance because uh, um, the goal was to have the building ready for the first performance on March 16th, which was the 80th anniversary of the building. We started the project on January 6th, had 16 contractors wow. in there all at once. Can't doing, even imagine 16 contractors in one place. <laughs> it was a beehive. Uh, wow. We, we built a tent enclosure on the outside so we could return the building back to its original architecture and um, had electrical contractors, plaster contractors, um, uh, people laying tile, just uh, painters. Wow. Um, quite an ordeal. And, and they came through. Came through. You were ready to open on time. We, we um, had to... Um, uh, Designed new bathrooms to handle the, the number of people that we would have. And because of the dinner theater. Sure. Um, so it was a uh, huge challenge, but uh, it all worked. And God just made it all work. We opened on March 16th. Wow. Yep. That's amazing. Yes, it was. So we're going to fast forward your story just a little bit because we want to talk about how the Sherman House became Crossroads Community Church. Yeah, that's another great story. It's a great story. Um. Uh, <laughs> Twyla and I, of course, operated the 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 um, uh, dinner theater. We didn't pay ourselves. We just, uh, you know, uh, at that point in time, we didn't have to have the income because of selling complete. Of course, we were dumping it all into this building. Sure. Uh, but um, I can't even imagine. We were here um, uh, doing something during the day, and uh, uh, oftentimes one of us would be here to take the reservations because uh, that's how we did the operation. It was all by reservation. And um, um, Ron Lucas brought uh, this, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just uh, a bright person, uh, somebody that uh, you could tell was just fun to be around. And that was Eddie Hammond. Or oh, Eddie. <laughs> and, uh, uh they, of course, I was aware of, of the church. They were meeting in the, uh, um, what used to be the Pertle Shoe Store okay. on the south side of the square. And um, uh, they'd had good success of attracting people to, to attend their services. And they needed a bigger place. Sure. And so uh, Ron brought Eddie in. 
and uh, it was the first time I'd met Eddie, and um, said, uh, would you consider renting the theater to us so that we can expand, so we can grow? And um, of course, I've uh, been a, uh, well, now I look back, I can say that I was a stagnant Christian. <laughs> I was active, but not really sure. doing what I should be. Um, but I've been active in church ever since I was saved at nine years old. Mm -hmm. And uh, various duties, you know, singing the choir, sure. deacon, all that. Um, so I was very open to anything involved uh, church. And um, I said, well, Eddie, let's go over here and just talk about this a minute. I'd like to... Just tell me what your basic beliefs are. It doesn't have to be long. Just tell me what Eddie's beliefs are. And um, he told me, and I said, <laughs> I think it'll be fine. Yeah. I can't imagine. I wish we could I wish we could have had a tape recorder that day. Yep. To have tape recorded that, I'd love to hear what he had to say. I could tell that. That Eddie that, charisma and his yes, charm and his personality. Exactly. and He had the, uh, the kinds of perspective of... Um, of Christianity that I was uh, uh, in tune with, and that it's a relationship with God. It's not belonging to a church sure. necessarily, um, but we come to church to be recharged each week, don't we? Yes, we sure do. And we um, need each other. I could tell that he was a uh, personality that people would migrate to. <laughs> yes. And so I thought, well, this has got to work. So anyway, we said, okay, let's do it. And um, uh, we'd have the shows on Saturday night, you know, Friday and Saturday nights. And uh, we would uh, clear the tables, clear the stage. Uh, the church would have their microphones and, and various uh, praise worship uh, equipment. And we would uh, set the stage for them. So that Sunday morning, because we typically on a Saturday night, we wouldn't get out here till one or, one or two o'clock in the morning. Oh, my goodness. Clean up and, <laughs> and so. Um, so uh, you got it all ready for them so they didn't have to come in at one or right. two. That oh, way my they goodness. could come in on Sunday morning and, and uh, you know, go about getting After ready church. for the service. That's mm -hmm. wonderful. Yeah. So all the way from from then to now, what do you think? What do you think about the way this building looks now? Oh, is it's it, wonderful. Is it so hard to believe? It is wonderful. Um. um uh, let me back up just a minute. I mean, the um, the services took off almost immediately. Um, Crossroads was growing by leaps and bounds. And um, little did we know that uh, in about two years from that time, um, we arrived at the decision that we needed to sell the building. Mm -hmm. It wasn't going to sustain us for the long term. And uh, the business took care of the building and the operations and, you know, no financial uh, concerns, but that's all it did. Right. It just took care of itself. Wasn't going to be a long-term uh, nest egg for you guys. Wasn't long-term, and, and of course, the, whatever we made, we dumped back into the building with many, many continual projects, uh, tech pointing and and uh, windows. and. It just, takes a lot. Oh, it does. So, um, uh, anyway... Um, when the time came to sell the building, uh, Crossroads was the only viable offer, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that considerably lower than what you had originally thought you could uh, sell the building for. Slight, well, uh, literally half what we had invested in it. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about any muscle and mm -hmm. time, just strictly dollars and cents going into the uh, refurbishing of the building. Mm -hmm. 
But anyway, we decided that uh, after, <laughs> I said, well, can we talk about this a little bit? And I said, well, let's meet again next week. I said, well, uh, we'll pray about it. And I'd ask that you pray about it too, because that's that's a long shot. Yeah, you were way, way, way apart. Well, you know, um, that's, again, for Cornfield County, Indiana boy, uh, to have a little money and then uh, see it just fly out the window. That, yep. was, that was kind of tough. Yep. But um, uh, and I prayed about it and, and uh, uh, really um, decided that uh, the efforts that we had put in the building to save it, uh, that was uh, a major factor, mm-hmm. um, knowing that the building would be taken care of. And then, of course, the biggest one was, okay, if this building can be used uh, as a tool for the God. Um, what, yeah, can you put a price tag on that? Yeah. Yeah, that's so, well. That's maybe tough. That's, maybe that's what we were supposed to do. Maybe that's why we were uh, uh, well glad I, to do this. I would like to say I've heard the end of that story, and you did sell it for that lower price, and yes, then you did. took a job that you were not supposed to make near a salary that you ended up within two years. You made back the difference. Yes, as a matter of fact, that sale. The, the first year, the income was over double what I was told that uh, was the potential, and then the following year. It was even greater. So God just showed God showed up right there for you. He showed you that Absolutely. you do this for me, and mm-hmm. I will do this for you. Yep. He yep. took care of you. Yep. What a lesson. And the blessings beyond that uh, are innumerable. That's a hundred, another story. Yes. Yes. But, but um, uh, yeah, the 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 uh, fact that we sold to the church was the best thing that could have been done for many many reasons. But the church uh, has continued to improve the, the building. As I said, we concentrated on the, the first level, the street level. Sure, right, the theater in the uh-huh. front, sure. Yep. And uh, the church has um, uh, remodeled, uh, upgraded, uh, just done a phenomenal job of bringing this building yeah. up to a much more modern-day standard and are using it, not just refurbishing it. Sure. The third floor is... Uh, uh, all of our children's ministry yes. and our offices, yeah. our conference room. Yep. Second floor is used. Uh, yes. And, uh, and even the basement. Yes. And, we uh, use it all. We definitely use it all, which yes. I, I hope. Do you come in, though, on Sunday mornings and think this is a little bit of like your adopted child, though, and you're glad that someone's taken good care of it for you? Absolutely. I would think yep. that, I think. Yep. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the theater had... Uh, Additional structures that have been added for previous operation, and the ladies' bathroom was in the theater. Goodness. We had to take that out and figure out how we could construct a new restroom that would be suitable for that size crowd in a dinner atmosphere. Sure. The requirements are much different than if you're just having it as a movie theater. And then there were two structures on the inside of the north side of the building in the theater. Mm. And... Um, we had to clear all that out because we wanted the full space to be used. Sure. And so uh, walking in the theater every Sunday, we look at that and say, wow, uh, this is why we did it. Yes. Well, we can't We can't ever begin to thank you. And we're so glad that God put that in your heart to to do what you did. All those, all, I just keep thinking about all those rain barrels that you guys came up here and dumped in the middle of the night. And had you not done that, we don't know where we'd be now. But God knew. God knew from the day you guys walked up that sidewalk to go to the Corn Festival to right now, He knew. He knew, and the um, blessings 
uh, far beyond the financial. Absolutely. Continue to today. Absolutely. As a result of this building. We we consider the same thing. Yeah, we consider we consider this building such a blessing and God's blessed all of us and and you because of it. We just thank you so much. Well, I, I know I look at the uh, lives that this church has touched because it has given a safe haven for people that uh, before attending here felt like they could not attend a conventional church. They, they felt right. so, they felt like their lives were so bad. Intimidated <laughs> yes. and scared uh-huh. or not worthy. That's right. And they walk in this and it, <laughs> unlike any church anywhere, uh, because this little theater is unique and um, uh, it's, it's it's truly an amazing story. This building, the theater, uh, well, the entire building, but the theater was a major part of it. Uh, preceded the Indiana Theater in Terre Haute by, um, wow. I think, uh, six years, six to eight years. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, so, so when this was built, it was an icon. Of, One of a kind. Of uh, elegance. And, and then right here in Sullivan, Indiana. And when you think about the what you see today, you walk in the theater, and we returned it back to the decor. We were able to re- recover information from the newspaper articles even used the same uh, colors uh-huh. and um, to think that people came in in horse and buggies and and Maltese into what you see in that theater in 1916 all the way now to 2023 I mean can it's you incredible that? it's incredible uh, it is and it that is do you ever think I'm sure you do God picked you to move this process along yep. you were always going to be a piece of this puzzle yeah, and, but he's rewarded me so many times. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, Reed, thank you so much. And, and I hope you all got something from Reed's story that you didn't know before. And when you come in the building, you think, wow, they well, went through a lot to get it to where it is today. So uh, the, the, the footnote of this whole conversation is any of the listeners uh, listen to and whenever you um, have the leading of God, don't explain it away. Follow through. Follow through. Because there'll be a huge blessing on the other side, won't there? Oh, yes. <laughs> Beyond measure. Yes, yes. Well, I, I appreciate that so much. And we thank you for being here today. And uh, we just thank you for trusting us with this beautiful building. We'll keep taking care of it for thank, you. Thank uh, everyone involved with the church that they have uh, um, maintained, improved, and blessed this building. Yes. Yes, we'll continue to do that. (laughs) All right, thanks a bunch. Well, I sure do thank Reed Ushery for coming on today and talking to us about the building and the Sherman House and all his great stories. And and we continue to be blessed by this wonderful building that God's given to us to to house our church in. And and we just thank uh, all the people who've had a hand in making this building so great. There was many people before him, and I'm sure there'll be many people after us, but we sure appreciate uh, him coming on this morning and talking about his journey with this building. We have a great week coming up ahead. This Friday night, 7 to 9, is our first ever, we're going to try to do this every month, a Euchre night. So come out. You don't need a partner. You don't need cards. You don't even need your snacks. We're going to provide all of those things for you. And I think it's going to be a great social night here at Crossroads. So come out Friday night. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
Also, I uh, sent a calling post this week, but our very own Danelle Miller is going on her very first missions trip to Columbia next week. And we just want to show her a little bit of love and support. So write her a little note or write her a card, bring that in. And I'll have a basket on the connections counter in the hospitality room that you can just throw that in. And we're going to give those to her. So when she's away, she can open those up in the evenings or first thing in the morning and just get a little support and encouragement from her uh, church family. So if you would do that for us, we would really appreciate it. And everybody stay warm today. Try to stay off the roads if you can, and uh, just appreciate you listening to the podcast today. Have a great week. We'll see you Sunday.